Hey Divine One, Nikaila Mariah here, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service. And this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth to your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand fully in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and pleasure as we create a new world. It's time to remember the divine being you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Embodied Divinity. I'm so excited for our topic today. I've brought on a lot of guest speakers this past year, and I've also talked a lot about the things that we tend to overcome on our spiritual journey and how to live from that place of higher consciousness. And today, as we dive in, the topic is going to be having a higher level of perspective as we move through this human experience, not only how to cultivate that higher level perspective, but why and how it serves us on our journey. So let's settle in together. Big, deep breath. In through your nose, out through your mouth, and just continue to breathe really intentionally. Breathing from your diaphragm, expanding your belly as you breathe in and deflating it as you breathe out. Consciously choosing to breathe through your nose as you sink into safety. Before we um, get deep into today's discussion, I just want to remind you the Inner Child School of Unlearning is in open enrollment right now. The next 30 people who purchase, I opened it to 100. We have 30 spots left. The next 30 people who join get the get grandfathered into the founder's rate, which is $11 a month. This will be going up to $55 a month. Um, once a hundred people have joined. So I encourage you to join us as we create this expanded community of just heart-centered being as we reparent our inner child and live from our highest self. And if you're looking forward to one-on-one mentorship, my Embodied Divinity container is open once again. We had a wait list for a while and now I have two spots available for anyone choosing to have one-on-one intimate guidance for six months as we really dive into your unique energy centers, align all of your chakras and allow you to live permanently from your highest self. So I encourage you to look at those offers with the link below wherever you're watching this episode. And without further ado, let's dive in. So Like I said at the beginning, I have a lot of people coming on this show who are talking about how these really hard, traumatic moments were their catalysts for who and how they became the embodied beings they are today. 
And I will tell you, I mean, the reason that I offer the programs I do is because this journey to embodiment and to really healing yourself is so hard when you're doing it all alone. These moments in our life are catalysts, right? To show us who and how we are based on how we respond. I don't believe that your trauma and hardships make you stronger. I, I believe that the way you respond to them makes you stronger because it shows you what you're capable of. And honestly, if you've gone through something hard and traumatic and you're still breathing, then you responded like a freaking warrior because it's so easy to simply give up. And as we look on these moments, we can see how they were these moments in time that shifted our entire trajectory. While I was going through cancer, while I was going through violent relationships, I didn't in the moment think, ah, this is so good for me. Like, yeah, I'm going to eat it up. But I could look back on it now with gratitude, knowing seeing the ways that those experiences shaped me, the way that I responded to them showed me what I had within me. And they expanded my ability and level, my capacity to hold pain and suffering, which in turn expanded my capacity to hold love and joy and pleasure. And now I can honestly say that when I'm moving through a hard moment, I can in the moment be in gratitude for it. I've cultivated my life in in such a way. I've created a mindset and I know and trust myself and source enough that I can see the way that life is happening for and through me even in the hardest moments. And that's what today's episode is all about is Can we sink in to a higher perspective, even in our perceived suffering and separation? Can we, in even the hardest moments, see the way that we are so deeply loved and hailed? So many of you know I was a religious studies major before I went in to get my master's in education. I taught history for a very long time, and I was always intrigued by the religions of the world, mostly out of anger, to be honest. I had so much anger with God that I just I wanted to understand how these people, I really looked down on them at that point in my life, how these people could put so much faith in in religion and i absolutely hated <laughs> like it would make me so angry the story of job i i thought it was such a crock of shit the way that people would use job to justify suffering and it wasn't until later in life and when i really had a deep understanding of Jesus and Mary Magdalene and source and all of these different aspects of life that I could really see the deeper meaning behind Job. So as you guys know, I believe that Jesus was one of our role models, not a savior, but somebody who showed us the way that we could alchemize, that faith could heal, that 
being in alignment with our truth and integrity could change the world. Mary Magdalene, first oracle in Jesus's time, the one that actually anointed him, did much of the same things through her alchemy, through her deep love, her deep nurturance and embodiment of the divine feminine. She was the feminine embodiment of Christ consciousness, the one who came first. And these, these two roles show us the way that we've kind of morphed religious figures and religious ideals to, you know, create these savior complexes, which create victim complexes, which means we need saving in all of these moments. And then I learned that I was source, that I was this embodiment of Christ consciousness, that we all are, right? And as I learned about that, as I was able to embody that, as I was able to know that deep within my being, I was actually reading my great-grandmother's Bible. It was really beautiful when it was given to me. I didn't necessarily ask for it. I wanted her journals, but I was given this Bible. And she had highlighted every single scripture that had to do with faith. It was the only thing that was highlighted in this scripture, except for one small passage about Job, um, which obviously has to do with faith. But this particularly particular passage wasn't all about faith. It was more about just Job and the the situation. It didn't talk about his like faith or his knowing it was it was the conversation between god and the devil basically and i remember reading it and it was the first time i had really sunk into the idea of job since all of my anger towards god and everything had passed and i had this deep knowing of the only the 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 devil right is our perception of separation it's our perception of not constantly being connected to God's source consciousness. God is what we all are. It's the frequency of love that is always here now. It's this really beautiful frequency that we get to live at. Guilt, shame, those things are the devil. If you've ever watched the show Lucifer, I've ta I talked about this last year in the podcast, but the show Lucifer, um, Lucifer talks about the only thing that hell is, is the guilt loops in your mind. And you can leave that proverbial hell as soon as you come to terms with your guilt, as soon as you feel exalted from that guilt, which is an inside job. And so it's only when we feel shame and doubt towards ourselves, towards a situation, that we keep ourselves locked in that perceived separation. We can never truly be separate from source, God, universe, from the love that is present within and around us in all moments, in all times. But we can perceive that disconnection because we feel so much shame or so much guilt or so much fear or so much doubt that we can't possibly feel connected to God, to source, to our oneness, to our knowing. And it's from this place of remembering that we are always connected 
that we can rise above any human experience and see it for what it is, life happening for and through us. It's not this personal attack from the universe. It's not this lesson we have to pass. It's simply life happening and how we respond to it is how we respond to it. Because in the end and and in the always, we are connected. We are God consciousness. We are the frequency of love. We are simply fragments of it having this human experience. But at our core, we are always connected. The way that I guide my clients into that knowing through the inner child work, through the mentorship work is by helping them discover the layers of woundings and limiting beliefs that keep them feeling separate. And when all of those layers are gone and they stand in their being, in their essence, it doesn't mean life magically gets easy. Hard things still happen in my life, in all of our lives. That's why we're here on earth is to experience contrast and pleasure, joy and pain, loss and abundance. That's why we're here to have these human experiences. But when we can respond to life happening for us from a knowing of connection, from a knowing of what we truly are, we never truly have to suffer. We simply get to have this experience of it. And when you fully embody this knowing, it's not something you have to consciously choose. I don't have to consciously see this hard thing happening and tap into it. It's just a knowing. It's it's like breathing air now. As life happens, it happens through me. That's it. As I respond to maybe a, a period of contrast with that deep knowing, not only does it dissolve more quickly and do I return to a higher vibrational state more quickly, But I'm also able to utilize that contrasting energy to create and cultivate more of what I desire. And I'm able to stay connected to my source, my God, my oneness, love within it all, which expands and amplifies that love for the entire collective conscious. It's such a powerful thing. And so if you're you're in the middle of a lot of trauma. If you haven't done a lot of that work, that's where you need to start. You need to start by looking at your inner child, at your shadow. The inner child school of unlearning will allow you to do that. You start to get a handle on these things, to reparent that sweet, innocent part of yourself, to see God, source, universe, and life in a more positive light, to be able to connect with that frequency of love. And then from there, you take the steps to master your energy That's what my Embodied Divinity program does with that one-on-one guidance. And it's also something you can choose to do on your own through careful observation. Obviously, it's easier to do it with somebody who's mastered the process and can really walk you through it and stand by your side as you move through it. But I and so many healers did it alone. It took a long time and it was painful, but it is absolutely possible to sit down with yourself and to master your emotions, your mindset, your way of being, the way that you respond from that 
place of wholeness, of knowing, of worthiness. And then this is the cool part. So healing is one segment of our journey and ascension is another. Once you start to ascend, you're no longer healing. Healing is one phase of our journey. And it doesn't mean that we're fully healed when we start to ascend. It just means there's not any more healing we have to do. We've come to this awareness. We have this realization and this awareness of what, how, who we are. And from there we ascend. So we're not attached to all of these 3D experiences. We're witnessing them, honoring them, seeing them for what they are. And we are living from a place of love, from a vision of love. We are living in a new paradigm where we can see and observe and witness the human experience. And we can consciously walk in the frequency of love, drawing closer and closer to the light with every breath and every movement. And there, that higher perspective is your new reality. And from there, you're like this beacon of light for others to be able to see what is possible, to be able to understand their own worthiness, their own love. And honestly, it just feels so much better to live from that place. And so wherever you're at now, the first step is to just tell yourself the truth about where you're at. There is no need to shame or judge yourself if it still feels really, really hard for you to be alive. And if you've got kind of a grasp on it, if you've really kind of sunk into this human experience, you understand what you are, you understand you're always connected, then the next thing to do is continue to observe. Practice makes perfect. And so it's living each day, moment by moment, breath by breath in this higher perspective of awareness. And it doesn't mean that you won't sink back down into old habits occasionally. But what it does mean is you're no longer drowning in them. You're no longer identified with them. You are living, walking, and breathing in this knowing. And that's, that's what I desire to see for every single being on this earth. It's not my job to get you there, but it's my pleasure to speak this truth into this reality, to show you what is possible and to hold your hand, to honor your journey, to love you through each and every moment. And that is my honor and privilege to be able to be with you in this capacity each and every day. So thank you for listening today, for really owning and walking through this experience of higher perspective living and really sinking into that understanding of what and how we are. I have a really beautiful conversation coming up this week from Rebecca Joel. She's speaking about her own higher perspective of some of her harder experiences. And then on Friday, a really beautiful meditation to reprogram your mind to living in this higher consciousness as you sleep. So I hope you enjoy. As always, breathe deep and plan on miracles. Talk soon.
Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaila Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical.